Good evening. Um, an unreasonable delayed start, but here we go. We're on the bottom of Chav Tesemet Aleph at a new Mishnah, four lines from the bottom. And uh, we have a lot of ground to cover. I'm going to try and uh, pick up the pace. We're going to learn Chav Tesemet Beis, Lamed Amad Aleph, and then the gift of Adaf, which is Daf Lamed Amad Beis, which will bring us to that Mishnah there. And then uh, what's today? Uh, today's Tuesday. So tomorrow we'll learn Lamed Aleph and we'll get to the top of Lamed Beis. On Thursday, Mir Tashem will have a scene. We'll learn Daf Lamed Beis. Um, and then uh, the scene, which is going to be sponsored by Rob Cohn Anonymous. If anyone is interested in signing up who has yet to sign up, please let me know. That's I true. Right, right, right. Um, so if you're interested in signing up and you haven't told me, please let me know. Uh, you have until uh, the end of the night tomorrow to let me know. And, and then we're going to do some ordering in the morning. All right, here we go. Mishnah, the bottom of Chav Tesim and Aleph. We're moving into the world of the Dalid Parshios. This Gemara has a little bit of nuance to it, but uh, we'll be able to, to get through it well. Says the Mishnah, Rosh Chodesh Adar, Shechalios B'Shabbos. If Rosh Chodesh Adar coincides with Shabbos, Korin B'Parsha Shkalem. On that day, we read Parsha Shkalem, which means in addition, seemingly it means this way. This is what we're used to. Although we'll see in the Gemara, there was another Shita, but what we're used to is that we bring out another Sefer Torah and we read from Parshas Shkalem. But in this case, remember, it's Rosh Chodesh, Shabbos Shkalem. So it's three Sefer Torah. We'll see if that plays out. Next in, in the Mishnah, Chalios Besocha Shabbos. If it happens to be that Rosh Chodesh falls out during the week, then Makdim and Shavar, Then we move Parshas Shkalem to the previous Shabbos. And then Umafsikim Shabbos Acheres. We take a break for one Shabbos. And then we move on to the next of the Dalad Parshios. In other words, week number one is Shkalem. Week number two is off. And then Bishnia Zach. The second Parsha, which is week three, is going to be Parshas Zachor, as we're familiar with around the time of Purim. The Shlishi is Para Aduma. And Birevi is the fourth of the, of the, um, the fourth of the Dalit Parsha, which says, which is going to be uh, close to Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Bechamish is on the fifth week, then we go back to normal Chosrin the Chasidran. It's a bit of a strange language. Of course, we know we're going to go back to where we are. This is actually hinting to a machlokes in the uh, in the Tanoim. Is it Tanoim or Amoraim? I will see in the Gemara. I can't remember which one right now. Uh, that there's a machlokes about what it is that people used to do uh, and how we are going to get back to that. And then the Gemara says, Lakol Mafsikin. What does it mean, Lakol Mafsikin? We stop for everything. Take a look at Rashi, five lines, six lines from the bottom. Dibur Hamaschal, Lakol Mafsikin. Lakol Mafsikin, Milikros Be'inyan Hayom. Whatever we would normally lay with on that day, we're willing to interrupt. The Korim Be'inyan Moed Me'in Hama'ura. And we're going to read about the holiday that is upon us with a different laning. So we're going to change whatever our laning is. What holidays? Um, meet the requirements to break our laning of regular, says the Mishnah, two lines from the bottom, the Roshe Chodashin, the Chanukah, all of those sound familiar. Just a reminder, anyone remember what, what the Ma'amados were? The lanings of the Ma'amados. So what we had said is in the times of the Beis HaMikdash, when it was, there was a Mishmar and there was a corresponding Maimid. And that was Yisraelim who were in their communities. They'd read from Sefer Bereshis. This we learned about earlier in some Masechda. That wasn't here. That was in Tainus. Is it here? Here? I can't remember. It's in Tainus. It is in Tainus, yeah. Definitely in Tainus. So that's what the Ma'amad... What? I know, that's why I stopped thinking about it. Yeah, it has to be. I think it was at the end of the Masechta. Yeah, not a question anymore. Okay, very good. So now we're going to dig in. This first question seems to be a little out of left field. It doesn't seem really related to the Dalit Parshios, but there is one thing that's in this small little sugya that we will underscore that will carry 
some weight throughout the rest of the next Amud. Says the Gemara as it opens on the bottom line of Chavtes Meralov. Tanan Hasam, we have the Mishnah from Maseches Shkalom. Deep breath. Be'echad Be'adar, on the first of the month, Mashmi'in, what does Rashi say by Mashmi'in? Rashi says, Be'achroz as Bezdin. We have an announcement in Bezdin, Al Hashkalim, in regards to the requirement to pay Shkalim, and Ve'ala Kilayim, warning people about the Isser of Kilayim. So says the Gemara, I understand some of this, but not all. Bishlama Ala Kilayim, I understand why the Bezdin will make an announcement about Kilayim. That's a big deal. Dizman Zriahi, because in the month of Adar, that's when Zriya takes place. What month is Adar in our calendar, approximately? Let's call it March, right? That, that's not when you plant. You plant uh, at a different time than that. And Tosos picks up on this. And if you look at the second line of Tosos, let's start from the beginning. Tosos says, mm-hmm. We described it as a different time. Really, what is the Gemara saying? It's really the end of Zriya. And this is by the time when you can actually see the grains growing out of the ground. And the seeds growing, whatever they're growing. Only then are you able to actually see the kilaim are, are, are a possibility. So it's a fair warning. Hey, guys, things are starting to bud. Things are starting to bloom. Please be careful about kilaim. But if you're prior to Adar, then you would have no clue about the possibility of it. So that's not the concern. So says the Gemara, we understand why Bezdin had to be machras about the shkalim, about the kilayim. El shkalim on the second line of Chavtesim and Bezminola. How do we know that one is obligated to uh, have the Bezdin announce that there's a need to pay for Shkalim, but it's a month in advance. Because we know from the Mishnah and Shkalim that yes, we announce on Aleph, but on Aleph Adar, but we don't pay until Aleph Nisan. So says the Gemara, I'll tell you exactly how we know that we're obligated to have the Bezdin announce, or I should say better, how we know that we need a one month uh, announcement prior to the actual requirement of giving the Shkalim. Amar Reb Tavi, Reb Tavi says, and this is the Shita that we need to remember and underscore. Amar Reb Tavi, Amar Reb Yoshia, Da Amar Kra. Zos olas chodesh bechosho. This is the, uh, this is what we read in Rosh Chodesh. So what's the drash on this? Amra Torah, the Torah teaches us, chadesh behavei korban mitrume chadasha. The year is going to turn, and we need to make new the uh, korbanos with a different giving. We need new monies. And since in the month, month of Nisan, we need to start with uh, new korbanos, with animals that come from this year's money instead of last year's funds. We go earlier and we have the Bezdin announce their machris on the first of Adar. So that people know a month in advance that they need to bring money to the base of Mikdash so that they can refill the coffers of the base of Mikdash um, and uh, start with paying for the korbanos sibor from a new fund. Says the Gemara Kiman, who does this shita align with? Well, it certainly doesn't align with Delo Kerabban Shimon Ben Gamliel. We had said that we need a one-month warning in regards to the Aleph Nisan deadline of giving the Chatzis Shekel. But here, what we're going to see is Rabban Gamliel that in general, we need a one-month warning. But rather, says the Gemara, Rabban Gamliel, the Rabban Shimon Ben Gamliel, had it been that it was Rabban Shimon Ben Gamliel, he says that really we only need two weeks of warning. Where do we see precedent for two weeks of warning? From a very, very famous Brisa. Says the Gemara 12 lines down to Tanya, the Tanakama in this Brisa holds that when it comes to the laws of Pesach, we need 30 days notice. However, Rabban Shimon Ben Gamliel Omer, so we see from Rashbag that two weeks is a very reasonable amount of time as a precursor to uh, any particular event. 
So why here would it be that it's a month of announcements for Shkalim? Why does Bezdin announce, announce the Machzitz HaShekel on Aleph Adar four weeks out? We see that Rashbag holds in other places that two weeks is enough. So maybe we should say that our Mishnah is not like Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel. So says the Gemara, that's not correct. Afilu Tema Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel, Kevan the Amar Mar Bechamisha Sarbo Shulchanos Yoshvin Bimedina, Uvekate Yoshvin Bimekdash. Since the Shulchanos, here is a reference, of course, we know their Shulchanos are, um, are tables, but here it's a reference to. Uh, to uh, the currency exchange effectively, so that you'd go in with a full shekel, they'd give you half a shekel back. However, you had a $10 bill, $20 bill, they were ready to, to you know, have a foreign currency, whatever it was, to change you out. But when did those need to be set up? Two weeks out in the Medina, and on the 25th of Adar, then they'd get all settled with their tables in the base of Mikdash to really get toward the end of the month. So therefore, says the Gemara, when we say two weeks, even according to Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, we still mean two weeks. But it's not two weeks from the deadline of paying the, the Chatsi Shekel. It's from the two weeks where the currency exchange guys are going to set up their tables in the community. Mishum, Shulchanos, Kadmina, and Vikarinan. That's what Rashi says here, 15 lines down. Mishum, Shulchanos, Kadmina. Le'echad be'adar. Dehainu shnei shabasos. It's two weeks before the money changers are going to pull out their little booths. The time of Rosh Bag, Verabonan, Beperakama, Dipsachim, we learned about it there as to why he holds two weeks. That's not for now. So we're on the first very long line, and we've learned one mini sugya so far. And this mini sugya indicated. Why is it that we need to uh, speak about Kilaim? That's obvious. We don't want people to violate anything. Why did Bezin have to announce about Shkalim? To give us uh, four weeks of notice, or according to Rashbag, two weeks of notice until the Shulchanos have to be out, which is two weeks before uh, Aleph Nisan. What's uh, a little bit difficult in the Gemara is what we're about to learn. Says the Gemara, my Parshas Shkalim. What is the Kriyas HaTorah that we should read on Parshas Shkalim? We're familiar with what it is. It's, it's Kisisa. But says the Gemara, that's not simple. That's not simple. Machlokets, Rav and Shmuel. This will carry us until um, a, about a third from the bottom of the page. So this thick piece of the middle of the Gemara is all going to be on this topic. What do we lane? Machlokes. Rav Amart Sabis B'nei Yisrael V'amart Alehem as Korban Elachmi. Everybody knows this pasuk. It's from laning. It's the laning of Rosh Chodesh. So Rav holds it. It's not a special set of psukim that speaks about Shkalim. It's just about the psukim from Rosh Chodesh. That's what we read for Parshas Shkalim. Ushmuel Amar, no. He says Kisisa. We, of course, Paskin like Shmuel in this case. We know what we read. We're familiar with it. Beginning of Parshas Kisisa. Fine. Says the Gemara. Bishlam Alabanda Amar Kisisa. I understand Shmuel's opinion. <clears throat> We're going to have five, six, I think five questions here. Bishlam Alabanda Amar Kisisa. I understand that Shmuel says we read about Kisisa. Hainu Dekari La Parshas Shkalim. Shkalim. It talks about Shkalim. <laughs> it speaks about Shkalim. Now, it doesn't speak about, speak about Shkalim in the way we'd think, and we're going to ask that question shortly. But nevertheless, it does speak about Shkalim. According to Rav, who says it's the Pasuk of Eskorbani Lachmi, where do you see the word Shkalim? We've laned, we laned it 25 times a year. The, um, the laning of Rosh Chodesh is something we're very familiar with. It doesn't speak about Shkalim. So how could Rav possibly say that Parsha Shkalim is read from Rosh Chodesh Laning, which doesn't speak about Shkalim. Great question. The Gemara says, is it possible that this section may make a reference to the Shkalim? Says the Gemara, in, in fact, the section of Rosh Chodesh does make such a reference. Time Amai, Kidareb Tavi. 
Reb Tali was the shita that we saw on the top of the page. And just as a refresher, if you look on the lines two and three from the top of the page, what did Reb, Yoshi, what did Reb Tavi quote? He quoted a pasuk from Rosh Chodesh Lening, Zos Olas Chodesh Bechodesho, and he said, this is our reminder about giving new money, Truma Chadasha, to the Beis HaMikdash. So what do we see? That the Laning of Rosh Chodesh does remind us of Truma, even though it doesn't use the word Shkalim, but it reminds us that we're obligated to give truma, that we're obligated to give a new gift. So says the Gemara five lines into the wide lines. Well, if that's true, then my question needs to be flipped the other direction. I understand the Shita of Rav, who says that the Parsha Shkalim that we read on that particular Shabbos is the Psukim of Rosh Chodesh. I got it because that's how Rav Tavi understood that those Psukim hint to the fact that new coins need to be given in the next uh, season. Got it. Amar <clears throat> Kisisa. But according to the sheet of Shmuel, who says that we read Kisisa, Korbanos Miksivi, does it talk about Korbanos not over there? And not only that, even when it talks about Shkalim, Shkalim Le'adonim Ksivi, it was only there talking about Shkalim Le'adonim, which were the sockets. It was talking about coins that were going to be used to make something else. It wasn't even talking about Shkalim for the base of Mikdash, Bichlal. So what was Shmuel talking about? Yeah, beautiful, Kisisa. You're going to read the whole thing. It doesn't even talk about the same topic. Nobody's talking. It's crazy. Why would we even think to read it? So the Gemara says, it's a great question, but we have a real answer to it. And if you look at the Psukim there, and uh, in the, uh, I have on the bottom here in the Ozvadar, all the Psukim are listed in Ozkatan Beis and the Torah or Ashalim. If you look there, it says, as Rav Yosef writes in our Gemara, seven lines down in the wide lines, Kedetani Rav Yosef, Shalos Trumosan, it speaks about Truma three times in the Psukim. Shalmizbeach, Lamizbeach. The money that goes in, which are shkalim for the mizbech, one truma will go to the mizbech. Vishal adonim adonim. Vishal Don't worry. You're right. Basic pashup shot in the psukim is not that way. Pashup shot in the psukim is that we're not even talking about monies to go to korbanos bichlal. We're not talking about shkalim for the besamikdash. We're talking about shkalim for the adonim. But because of a drasha there and a brisa that Rav Yosef brought, Rav Yosef, the third century Amora, this was Abayez Rebbe. So he had a brisa that solves this problem for Shmuel. The Gemara asks another question. Ten lines in to the white lines. I understand the sheet of Shmuel who says that when we read Parsha Shkalim, it's the Parsha of Kisisa. Uh, that's because we now have something different. We have something that's different on Rosh Chodesh. We lane Kisisa, and Rosh Chodesh is a different laning. But if Shabbos falls out to be Shkalim and Rosh Chodesh, what happens? It's the same Kriya Torah. If it's Rosh Chodesh and Shkalim, what are you leaning? How many times you read it? Once. It's only one Kriya, but for two things. How do you know that you're reading anything for Shkalim? If Shabbos falls out in Rosh Chodesh, it's the same Kriya, and it's only done once. The we're going to see that laning back in the day wasn't the way that we had it. Like, in a, we're going to see that today that we were, we're used to a 12 month cycle and there are sheetas that had a three, huh? a three year cycle, which the Gemara says later, that's for sure. Yeah, you got, you got, give it some time because you're going to see a sheetah that's not like the way you're saying. That's what we do, the Maisa, but there's a sheetah that's drastically different than that. So we'll get there. So it says the Gemara, 15, whatever, I don't know, where are we? Almost a third of the way down, a little bit more. The Kriya Satora, when Rosh Chodesh falls out on the same day that we reach Shkalim, it should be the same Kriya. Says the Gemara, it's different in a different way. Shani, 
So this is what David was saying. Is that really on Rosh Chodesh, we read six aliyahs of whatever the Shabbos landing is. That's normal for Rosh Chodesh. Here, there is no Shabbos landing. We only lane, we only lane that day, Rosh Chodesh. So we break it up. I don't even know how you do that. You break it up into seven aliyahs at Shabbos. And we already learned in previous Mishnahs, it's not that long of a, of a, of a aliyah. It's very difficult to break it up. It's not so simple. It's not so simple. It's not simple. But that's what the Gemara says, is that their minhag that day was, that's why this, this answers your question, is that the Gemara's havamina is that they didn't lay normally when it was Shkalim and Rosh Chodesh. What they did is they took the laning of Rosh, Rosh Chodesh and they very slowly, three psukim at a time. Again, we don't even know. We, I don't even know how you'd have, you'd have it would be very hard to do it. It would be very, very hard to do it. I don't know what they did. Maybe they repeated everything on, on Cholamoid. We do that. We read, you know, Yomashani, Yomashlishi, and then we go back and read the two of them together. Maybe, I don't know. They'd have to come up with something because the Mishnahis had a very hard time figuring out how to do this. So that, that's the, the Gemara's answer. Says Gemara, Hanicha, all right, that's an interesting answer. I could see now how you could have a distinction according to Rav, who says that the Shkalem laning is the same as Rosh Chodesh, such that when Rosh Chodesh and Shkalem fall out on the same day that we have a distinction. Hanicha, Laman de Amar, the Seder Parshios Uchoser, that after all of the Dalaparshios that we st- we go back to reading the regular parsha of the day because normally we wouldn't have that was the havamin of the gemara is that when we have these days we wouldn't do a regular laning elalamanda amar the seder haftaros hu choser uparshasa de yoma karinan but according to the one who says that no we never swap out the parsha of the week. We just add on extra liyas. If it's three liyah lanings, then fine. Shvi becomes one and maftir becomes another. If, but we never change the parsha sadiyoma. If that's true, then my shani, there's no distinction at all. Says the Gemara, Rav still has an answer. That even if it's the case that uh, on a day when parsha shkalim and rosh chodesh fall out and the laning for both of them is really the same as rosh chodesh laning, I still have a distinction. Shani, halfway down, the rosh chodashim on rosh chodesh where I'd lane six aliyahs of whatever parsha it is, and one aliyah of Rosh Chodesh. But on a day when uh, parsha Shkalim and Rosh Chodesh coincide, Karu, this is a mistake in the language, the numbers are reversed. Karu Arba Yoma. We don't, you're right, we don't forego the whole initial parsha, whatever the actual parsha is. We lane four aliyahs of the initial parsha. Utlasa, Utlasa, Karba de Rosh Chodesh. I mean, the last three aliyahs we lane from Rosh Chodesh. So that's what the Gemara says. So then, then he has a real shita. Then, then Rav's, Rav's shita is able to be substantiated. Good. Says the Gemara a little bit more than halfway down. Maseway, we have another question. Rosh Chodesh Adar Shechalios B'Shabbos. If you have Rosh Chodesh that falls out on Shabbos, so that means we're going to lay in Shkalem that day. Korin Parsha Shkalem. We read Parsha Shkalem. Umaftirin B'Yehoyoda HaKohen. And we read about Yehoyoda HaKohen. Now we know, as an assumption of the Gemara, that the laning always has to have a Pasuk connection to the Haftorah in some way, shape, and form. So Bishlam Alaman Damar Kitisa, if the Haftorah that we're reading is Yehoyoda HaKohen. And if the parsha that we're reading is kisisa, we're speaking about money. We're speaking about shkalim. We're speaking about valuation. I got it. Everything makes perfect sense. According to Rav, who says that parsha shkalim is the is the kriya for rosh chodesh, there is nothing in that haftorah that links 
And that's not possible. Haftarah has to be linked to the actual Kriya. But if your Kriya is about Rosh Chodesh and you're laning Yehoyada, nothing links at all. So how could Rav have a Shita? Says the Gemara, it's only dummy in the following way. Third time we're seeing this today, Kidareb Tavi, like we started. That the Psukim of Tzavis B'nai Yisrael have a hint in them toward Korbanos and Truma and Shkalim, and therefore it can fit even according to Rav. Next, last question, and we're going to get to some Psak Halacha. Let's say it happens to be your laning. Yeah, it happens to be that uh, that Shabbos is, is Parshas Kisisa. That's great. And you have to lane. So Bain uh, says the Gemara, it's Beparshas Muchala, Bain Milafana, Bain Milachara, Koranosava Kofanosa. We read it and we double it. We're going to analyze what doubling means in a minute. But we see here that we are able to read it. But if it's Parshas Kisisa, so how does this all, it only works according to Shmuel. If you're on the Parsha of Kisisa and you're saying, hey, great, it's the same laning, who does that work with? Only according to Shmuel, yeah, it's Parsha's Kisisa, and I hold that Shkalim is Kisisa. Then that makes sense. It's possible that Shabbos could coincide, again, not necessarily with our calendar, but it's possible that Shabbos could coincide where Kisisa of the regular lanings of the Parsha coincides with Parsha Shkalim. You'll never have a coinciding of Sefer Bamidbar, Parshas Pinchas, in March. That doesn't happen. Will you ever find a time where Rav's laning of Shkalim, which he holds, is in Bamidbar, deep? It's, it's a couple of months out. That's going to fall out and overlap in March for us to have the same laning be two things in one? Not possible. Says the Gemara, in. Yes, it, it is possible. How could there be a case scenario where you have Sefer Bamidbar read in March? Says the Gemara, in. Arava for the Jews who live in Eretz Yisrael. Unbelievable. They don't finish the Torah every year. We dance. We don't let them put the Sefer Torah. We're finishing Sefer Dvarim. We lay in Breshis. Chas and Torah, Chas and Breshis. We're great. That's not what they did. Took three years. There's 54 parshios, 18 parshios a year. They broke them up differently. We don't even know how from here. To look in the Rishonim and the Mephorshim, see what happened. But in Eretz Yisrael, that was the real thing. It was actually possible that by Midbar would fall out at that time. And maybe, just maybe, Rav has a way where he holds that parsha shkalim is vaydaber Hashem and Moshe Lemurtzavim and then in one random year, it happened to be that way that they that they would read that way. Now it's interesting that Tosvos Tosvos. Somebody, Rashi, notes, I can't remember where I saw it. I thought it was Sosos, but it's not here. Yeah. Some, <laughs> somebody notes that uh, that in, in our time, that's not how we lay. It must have been Rashi. Okay. I can't find the Rashi right now. I didn't mark it. Two lines from the bottom. Yeah. So from the time, oh, this is a long time actually, from the times of Rav to Rashi, it was 900 years approximately. Somewhere between those two times, we figured it out. And we started doing an annual cycle. Even in Bavel. Even in Bavel, they already had a 12 year cycle. That's correct. A 12 month, a 12 month cycle. So it's a little bit tough to say that, yeah, Rav talking about that which was in but Eretz Yisrael certainly at that time was doing what he just said. Yeah, yeah. But Who says it though? Was right. it a? <clears throat> the Gemara's recommendation doesn't have a name. In the name of Arava, the masculine, the rise of its last. No, because it only works according to Rav. Meaning, we're answering up. Well, how could Rav possibly explain away a Gemara that says you come to the same parsha? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. It only it never happened in Rav's. 
<laughs> right. Right. But he's speaking yeah. generally about halacha. That's not, I mean, it could happen. Oh, yeah, that's a good question. It's a good question. Very good. Two thirds of the way down. How do we pass it? Tan kabasi de Shmuel. We have a brisa like Shmuel that it's parshas kisis. So what does the brisa say? Rosh Chodesh Adar Shchalios b'Shabes. Korn kisis. The Mavtir beYehoyad haKohen. That's like a a strong uh, period. A stop. We're ready to go. We understand. Good. We pass in that way. Don't make a mistake. If you're ever landing for parshas kisis, don't roll to Pinchas. Uh, someone that's gonna. No one will know how wrong you are because most people don't know the other shita that it might be Rosh Chodesh Lain. But really, it's not so off. If somebody were to lane that, you probably would be Yotze. <laughs> it's a very reasonable thing to assume. If Rav Tavi at the top of the Gemara is used three times on the page, his svar is a real svar to say that these psukim hint to Truma and Shkala and Vichuda. Okay. Says the Gemara. Next. All connected, but a little bit of different. Sugya. We're 15, 20 lines from the bottom. Amar Vitzchak Nacha. Oh my Hashem, we are not going to finish. Big trouble. This is a big Gemara. What can I do? I'll stop wherever I have to stop. Oh, worst case scenario, you don't need to think that's not one of the options. When Rosh Chodesh uh, of Adar falls out on Shabbos, and that's therefore also Shkalim, therefore, that Shabbos is Parsha, in that order, and that many Torahs. Then seemingly he makes another statement. Which is Hanukkah. It's not, but it's a that Rosh Chodesh is still Chanukah. Then maybe in Shalosh Tars to Korn Behen Echad BeInyan Rosh Yom Echad Bid Rosh Chodesh Echad BeChanukah. So why both? We're saying the same thing. You got three Chiyuvim on the day. You bring out three Sifrei Torah. Vitzricha. We need both. Dei Itmar Beha. If I only had the statement by Chanukah, so Beha Kamar Rabbi Yitzchak. Only there do we take out three Sifrei Torah. Aval Beha. Watch this little spin. Aval Beha. But had it been. That we didn't have it that way. We only had one pasuk. Uh, we only had one by, by Hanukkah. Then it would have been maybe kirav svirale to Amar Parsha Shkalim as korbani lechmi ushtei torasagi kamash malan. Maybe if you wouldn't have said it explicitly that uh, that when it's Rosh Chodesh Adar we say three sifrei Torah, so we couldn't just say Hanukkah. Because then I could have implied that on Rosh Chodesh Adar, when I have three things going on, it's Shabbos, it's Rosh Chodesh, and it's Shkalim. So maybe I hold like Rav. So therefore, Rav Yitzchak Nafka had to be explicit about the fact that when it's Rosh Chodesh Adar, we hold like Shmuel. But says the Gemara, what about the opposite? Maybe I should only have Adar and not speak about Hanukkah. I don't need the Hanukkah one. If what you were concerned about is maybe we could misunderstand of Yitzhak Nafka that he holds like Rav instead of Shmuel, then just write that. Forget the Hanukkah one. Says the Gemara, you're right. It actually might not have been two statements. The Hanukkah one was just someone made an extension, but Lav Dafka that he said it in a shir, or he was just kind of saying the obvious. Uh, whatever, whatever the Gemara's answer is, it's uh, not a problem. Next, Itmar, Amorayim, what do they say? Rosh Chodesh Tebes, Shechali Yosbechol. If Rosh Chodesh Tebes, so that's Hanukkah season, and that falls out during the week. Amar of Yitzchak, Karut Lasa, we read three things. For Rosh Chodesh, uh, we read three aliyahs on Rosh Chodesh. V'chad B'Chanukah, and the fourth aliyah is Hanukkah. So that's three Rosh Chodesh, the last one's Hanukkah. For Dimi Dimin Chaifa, Amar, it's reversed. The first three aliyahs are Hanukkah related. And then the last one is Rosh Chodesh. Rav Mani says, I understand the first shita that we read. Three Rosh Chodesh aliyahs followed by one Hanukkah aliyah. Why? Because of a well-known principle in Shas, the Tadir Risha Eno Tadir, Tadir Kodem. 
it's close, but there are almost as many days as uh, Hanukkah as there are Rosh Chodesh, but not quite. And maybe that's not how we determine Tadirus anyway. Is it number of days? Is it number of episodes? That's its own conversation, but not for now. But because Tadir Rishenu Tadir Tadir Kodem, we therefore need to lane Rosh Chodesh first and Hanukkah second. Amravavin, I disagree. Kavasid the Ravdimi Mistabra that Hanukkah should become first. Why should Hanukkah become first? Migaram the Ravi Ishiyavo. What causes a fourth Ali in the first place? Rosh Chodesh. It's not Hanukkah. Rosh Chodesh is the rarity. It's not the norm. So therefore, Hilkach Revi, Rosh Chodesh by Mikri. Therefore, it needs to be that the fourth Aliyah gets the Rosh Chodesh laning. My Allah, how do we paskin? Machlokes. We ignore Rosh Chodesh and put it, put the Aliyah in, in the fourth spot. That's the Shita of Rav Dimi. Uh, Rav Yosef in the name of Rav Dimi. And Rabbah Amar Ein Mashkichin Bechanaka, we ignore Chanaka. Hilchasa Ein Mashkichin Bechanaka, we ignore Chanaka. Rosh Chodesh Iker and Chanaka gets the fourth, fourth Aliyah. That's how we paskin also, right? Okay. Says the Gemara. Is that how we paskin? Yeah. yeah. Itmar chalios be If you are in parshas titzabe, Amar Yitzchak Navcha karu shisa. We read six aliyas mi ve'atotetzave ad kisi. So we finish the whole parsha in six aliyas. And then in the seventh aliyah, v'chad mi kisisa ad ve'asisa. Then we just do one aliyah into the next week's parsha. So titzave, kisisa. Titzave is always zachah, or it's just a three-year deal. Huh? Titzave is always zachah. But that... No, first of all, that might be in our calendar. Right. That, that may not be. That may, that's what I said. That may not be true here. I was thinking about that while I was learning, but I wasn't even sure that it was, that I was right. But now that you're saying it, you, yeah. But it doesn't matter here because I mean it matters, but it may not apply here because uh, the Gemara is not necessarily in psak form yet. So the Gemara says on that day when you're trying to be yotze, what are you going to do? So you'll uh, you'll be yotze by uh, by parsha shkalim. You'll read all of parshas. Titzave in six aliyahs. And then when you're done, you'll read the seventh aliyah from another parsha. Now remember, their chumashim were not our chumashim. They were probably just listening. And they didn't have the breakdowns of all of the aliyahs like we had it. What we have, we're blessed. We have everything laid out perfectly. Amar Abaye, I'm concerned. Because they're not looking in a chumash, top of Laman Amar Aleph, Amre Okumehu Dika Mokme Lahasam. People will just say that you stopped and you just stopped over there. That's where the aliyah ends. What do they know? Not everyone was a Tamil Chacham. So that was the concern. Rashi, top of the line. Klomar ain't had davar nikar l'shem parsha shkalim el sabre shaloni stima parsha about tatzav. They that's when it finishes. They don't know. You have to be uh, somewhat of a Talmud Chacham, and you certainly have to be listening. Otherwise, you for sure won't know. So says the Gemara. Therefore, Abaye doesn't like the suggestion of breaking all of Tetzave into six aliyahs and making the seventh into Shkalim. Ella, what does he say? Amar Abaye, Karushisa mi Asisa. You read all the way through Shkalim, and then V'chad Tani V'kari Asisa. So you read from the beginning of Tetzave, into the beginning of Kisisa to the end of that laning, and then you go back and read the last one again. That works out nicely. Mesve says the Gemara, hang on one second. We had said in this Mishnah that if a Parsha is close by, which is this Parsha of Kisisa, then you read it and you double it. According to Abaye, Nicha, it makes sense because he said we double it. We read Kisisa once, and then we go back and read it a second time. But it doesn't work according to Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha. According to Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha, you're not repeating anything. But we said in the Brisa that you do repeat. That's a good question. It says the Gemara, eight lines down. 
You think this brisa is kaftor v'ferach that it works so smoothly for Rabbi? It doesn't. Tenach lefaneha. I could understand how you could have the parsha overlapping, whereas you have tetzave followed by kisi. So then we then we have something doubling. Yeah, that makes sense. But la'achareha. But in the next week, It's a different parsha. Where's your doubling now? It says the Gemara, it must be kofla b'shabasos that you're, in that case, how would Abaye answer that you read it, you, you read it both Shabbases, you read the same thing two Shabbases in a row, and therefore, hachanami kofla b'shabasos, we'd answer the same thing over here. 12 lines down or so, chalios b'chisisa atzma. What happens if Shabbos falls out to be parshas kisisa itself? So, simple. Amar avislak nafcha. Karushisa mean ve'asisa ad vayakel. You're going to read from Sheni. Ve'asisa is the end of the actual Kriya for Shkalim. Ve'asisa, you're going to read from, from Sheni to the end of the Parsha. And then you circle back to Rishon. V'chad kari mi'chisisa ve'ad ve'asisa. So you read Sheni shleishi rvi chamishi shvi. Then you go back and read Rishon. Clever. No one will miss that. You're starting in the wrong place, right? You're starting at Sheni. And even if you are not a Tamil Chacham, but like everybody knows, like the first pasuk of most parshios, like you, you, it would be weird if you started in totally the wrong place. We would know, hopefully. So it says the Gemara that can't work. Why not? Two lines before the wide lines. Maskifla baye no. Hashta amri dekari. They'll say you don't know what you're talking about. You started with Shani. You're going back to Rishon after Shvi. You're an Amoritz. <laughs> They're the wrong ones. But but the way that it looks doesn't look right. I mean, okay, in our shows, we make announcements and some shows, they have page numbers and some shows, they have questions before each aliyah, whatever. But the point is that it doesn't look right. Elo, Amar Abaye, this is not the way to do it. Karushisa, you read six aliyahs from the beginning of the Parsha, Advayakel, and then Vechad Tani Vikari Mikitisa Advayasisa. Then you go back and you do, you do Rishon again. That, that's already normal. Then it doesn't look like you missed anything. Then you're going back for a very specific reason. It removes all the concern. And in fact, the Brisa agrees, first long line, if it happens to be that that Shabbos is Parshas Kisisa, beautiful Raya Brura, that we paskin like Abaye, that in a case like that, we would read the whole Parsha of Kisisa, and then we'd go back to the beginning and we'd read Kisisa again. Okay, we're at the two dots, second line of the wide lines, Laman uh, We're going to have to stop at 9.30, one way or the other, because I'm sure people have to daven marv. Um, but um, we'll get as far as we can, hopefully, to the Mishnah. What happens if it falls out to be during the week? We had said in our Mishnah that if Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out during the week, we, we bump it to the Shabbos prior. We bump Parsha Shkalem to the Shabbos prior. Itmar, Amoraim, Machlokes. Rosh Chodesh Adar Shechalios Be'erev Shabbos. Let's say Rosh Chodesh falls out on a Friday. Big, big, big machlokas in the Amoraim. Rav Amar Makdimin Ushmuel Amar Me'achret. Rav says that we make, make it to the earlier Shabbos. If Friday is Rosh Chodesh, if, if it's going to fall out that way, then we do the previous Shabbos. But if it's not that way, it, it, but uh, that's according to Rav. But then if, if it falls out on Friday, and according to Shmuel, we push it off. Why? Rav Amar Makdim, and why does Rav say we bring it to the earlier Shabbos? To Im Kain, remember our initial concern, because we need to have two weeks of Shulchanos. And we won't have two weeks of Shulchanos if you aren't going to do Shkalim until Shabbos. So we need to bring it the week earlier because Rosh Chodesh is Aleph and we need two weeks. 
and that's not enough. So therefore, we we do the shkalim, we we do the laning on the Shabbos prior, which gives more than two weeks. Shmuel Amar Me'achren, Shmuel is not bothered by Rav's concern. Why not? Amar Lach Sof Sof Chameisar B'Malei Shabsa. If Rosh Chodesh falls out on a Friday, then two Fridays from now will be the fifteenth. On Erev Shabbos, Mikla, that's when it will fall out. No matter what, they won't go out till Sunday anyways. Doesn't have to be a full two weeks, Mamish. Don't worry about it. They'll get in enough time. Therefore, we push it off. Let's get into the discussion. This is the Machlokas, Rav and Shmuel. If Rosh Chodesh falls out on a Friday, if Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on a Friday, Rav says we bring Shkalem to the Shabbos prior. And Shmuel says, no, we're going to do it tomorrow on the second day of, of uh, the month of Ad. Tanan, Mishnah. So we said that if Rosh Chodesh falls out throughout the week, then Makdimin, we make it earlier um, to the previous Shabbos, and then we take one week off. But the ratio of the Mishnah writes there that we bring it earlier. That's a big problem for Shmuel. Because Shmuel was of the opinion that we push it off one Shabbos. So it says the Gemara, my lava, filu Shabbos. Doesn't that seem to imply that if, it's, if Rosh Chodesh fell out on, during the week, even on Friday, that we would push it to the Shabbos prior and Shmuel, Vikasha the Shmuel. So it says Gemara, no, lo, the Soch HaShabbos Dafka. We're only talking about a weekday that's surrounded by weekdays on both sides. That's not Mashma from the Gemara. That's how some of the Rishonim explain this Gemara, is that when we say weekday, yes, Friday is a weekday, but it, it doesn't, it's not a full weekday because the next day is not Rosh Chodesh. The next day is not, uh, excuse me, a weekday. So that's a very tough answer that requires some research how we distinguished Friday from other days. It is a weekday. It's Mutter bin Malacha. It's not, it's a weekday, but that's what them and some, of, some of the Rishonim explain. Next, a uh, third of the way down, a little bit more, and eight, nine lines into the wide lines. Tashma, Ezo he Shabbos Rishona. What is going to be the first Shabbos? So let's see what this means. Kol shechal Rosh Chodesh Adar Lios Besocha. Any week that has uh, Adar in it, ve'afilu be'erev Shabbos. Even if it's going to be on Erev Shabbos, that's going to be considered the week of uh, the week of Shkalem, the week of Parsha Shkalem, the first week of Adar. My love, doesn't that seem to include afilu be'erev Shabbos dumya desocha? Maybe that Friday should be similar to the weekdays themselves. Masocha makdim and afilu Shabbos makdim. That even erev Shabbos should be included to be like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, which is surrounded by uh, weekdays. Maybe we should assume erev Shabbos is the same. Amar Shmuel ba. One word answer. That one word answer means we misunderstood the brisa. And if we look back up two lines, we'll explain according to Shmuel's new lens here. What does besocha mean? We translated it as during the week. Shmuel doesn't. Shmuel means that it, that's when it falls out on Shabbos and ve'afilu be'er of Shabbos. Besocha doesn't mean during the week. Shmuel says it means that's what on Shabbos means. Ba, on it. <laughs> it's Rosh Chodesh, it's not it. You misunderstood. Besocha means ba. That's how he understands the Mishnah. There was also a Bryce taught in the basement of Shmuel with the word ba in it instead of besocha. And really, this discussion about whether or not, if Rosh Chodesh fell out on a Friday, whether or not we go to the week prior or to the week after, Machlokas Rav and Shmuel, that is Kitanoi, exactly halfway down, Lamed Amad Aleph, Misargin, the Shabbosos, Hanasi. We alternate Shabbos. Week one is Shkalim, week two is off, week three is the second of the four parashos of Zachor. So we're, we're Misargin from Seirugin, alternating. Now, Rib Shimon ben Elazar, Omer Ein Misargin. No, it's one week sequential. There's no breaks. And then here's the Shita that gives Shmuel a little bit of latitude. Omer Rib Shimon ben Elazar, Ein Masai, Ani Omer Ein Misargin. When is it that there's no alternating where week number two is not an empty week of the Dal Parshios? 
Bizman Shechalios Be'erev Shabbos. Then there's no Mesargan. Abba Bizman Shechalios Be'socha Shabbos. Mekadmin Ve'kore Be'shabbos She'avra Afal Pi Shehu Shvat. Then even everyone's going to agree under those circumstances to the Halacha. And this allows for Rav and Shmuel to both have their Shitas in the Tanoim as well. Good. Bishniya Zachor. We said the second of the Dalit Parshios is Parsha Zachor, probably the most famous of them all. We're very, very Makbed that men and women and children should be there to hear Parsha Zachor. It's a big deal. It's not the only time of year you can be Yotze, which is a very important point. Just big Shilas and Poskim. Why don't we make a bracha? We're fulfilling a mitzvah doraisa. Why don't we make a bracha? So that's a good discussion. Says the Gemara, opening up, Itmar, Purim, Shechalios, Erev Shabbos, if Purim, Yud, Dalad, Nisan, falls out to be on a Friday. <laughs> Says the Gemara, Rav, Amar, Maktim, and Parsha, Zachar, Shmuel, Amar, Ma'achrin. Sounds familiar. This is a very similar machlokes, though, instead of the previous conversation of Rosh Chodesh on Friday, now we're talking about Purim on Friday. So why do they have their own sheets? As Rav Amar Makdim, and why does Rav say to the Shabbos prior? Rav says the reason why we move it to the Shabbos prior when Purim falls out on Yud Dalit on Friday is ki tik to masil Because if Yud Dalit is Friday, then we will have the Asiya, the actual mitzvos hayom employed before we learn about Parsha Zachar, and that is out of order. That's out of sequence. And we need the Zachira to be earlier. Shmuel says, I understand your point, but Amar Me'achron, we still do delay. Why? Because Amar Lach, Kevan Ikamukafin, the walled cities, they still have Tesvav. They, they're still on the 15th, and then it gets pushed off to Sunday. The Avi Bicha Avdi Bicha Mesar on the 15th. Asiyah Bizachir Bahadi Adadi Kasyan. The Chiyuv uh, really doesn't play out that way because you can't give gifts on Shabbos. But the Chiyuv would, would conceptually fall out on Tesvav Nisan, a Tesvav Adar, in which case the Asiyah, the Mitzvah Sayom, and the Zachira, the reading of Amalek, fall out on the same day. Tanan, we have a Mishnah, our Mishnah, Bishnia Zachor. The second of the Dalit Parshios is Zachor. The Haki Mikla Reish Yarcha B'Shabbos, Mikla Purim B'Erev Shabbos, that when Rosh Chodesh falls out on a Shabbos, so then Purim will fall out on an Erev Shabbos. Think about the math. If Aleph is a Saturday, I have no idea. I don't know how you know these things. If Aleph is a, a, uh, is a Saturday, so then that Friday is going to be the seventh which means the next Friday is going to be the 14th. Yes, yes, yes. correct. So therefore, if Shabbos is, if Reish Yarcha Shabbos Mikla, if Rosh Chodesh falls out on Shabbos, then Purim is going to always be Be'er of Shabbos. I, the Katani Bishnia Zachor, we see that that's, that that's when we should read. That's when we should read. So it seems to be that Rav should not be mocked him. It seems from our Mishnah, although it's a little hard to infer, but the Gemara does give a, it's a little shrouded in complexity how this uh, is a good argument, but the Gemara still asks its question that it does seem to be that this is the second week. Amara Papa, my Shnia, it's not Shnia, the second Parsha, it's Shnia Lehafsaka. We're counting from a different point altogether. It's the second only from the from the Hafsaka, which means that it's going uh, to align with the Shita of Rab. Says the Gemara, Toshma, Ezo Shabbos Shnia, what is considered to be the second Shabbos? Whenever Purim falls out to be during the week, even on Erev Shabbos, this is a Kasha and Shmuel. My love, Erev Shabbos to me, the Socha. Isn't Erev Shabbos similar to the rest of the week? 
Just like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Rav was of the opinion we would make it earlier. Afer of Shabbos Makdim, and then even Shmuel would have to agree we bring it earlier. Kashi and Shmuel, Amar Shmuel, you misunderstood this too. But the word Besocha doesn't mean Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. But but Besocha means but on it on Shabbos when Purim falls on Shabbos, that's when you read it. Okay, so he learns it differently. But let's keep going. Chal, if Purim begins, Leos B'Shabbos Atzma, so Yud Dalit is a Saturday. Yud Dalit of Adar, Purim actually falls out that way. Amar Rav Huna Kol En Makdim. No, there is no Machlokes Rav and Shmuel here. Says the Gemara, there's a Machlokes as to whether or not there's a Machlokes Rav and Shmuel. This first sheet over here says, no Machlokes, Dibriya Kol En Makdim. But Rav Nachman Amar Adayin Hi Machlokes. No. Rab and Shmuel still argue here. It's Marnami. Let's see how this plays out. How do we pass? Wow. He says you still bring it earlier, which clearly indicates that there's a machlokas still between Rab and Shmuel. We're at the two dots. Let's get as far as we can. Says the Gemara, Bishlishis para aduma. The third week is the parashas para. Tan Rabbanan Ezo, he Shabbos Shlishis. So let's discuss the third Shabbos. Kol shesmucha lepurim me'achareha. Whatever is closest to Purim, but that follows Purim. I disagree. He says it's the Shabbos that's after Purim, but closer to Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Below Pligi, neither of them argue. It's just two different frames of reference. According to one sheet that we're discussing, Rosh Chodesh Nisan, which falls out on Shabbos, and Hadi Eklabemsa Shabbos, and the other is talking about when. When uh, Rosh Chodesh falls out during the week. So, however, they do their math. You have to really get into the nuances here, but that is not a machlokas. But really, we assume that Parshas Zachor is always read in the third week. Uh, not Zachor, excuse me. Parshas Par is always read in the third week, uh, the week that is after Purim. The Raviz Hachodesh Hazelachem, Parshas Hachodesh, we know from the where we started, Hachodesh Hazelachem, Rosh Chodeshim, six, seven lines from the bottom, Tan Rabbanan. Rosh Chodesh Adar Shachalios B'Shabbos. If Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out to be on a Saturday, Korin Kisiso Maftirim B'Yehoyada. We saw this already, that we read Kisiso like Shmuel from the previous Amud, and the Maftir is Yehoyada. Ve'ezo hi Shabbos Rishon. What is considered to be the first Shabbos? How do we calculate it? Simple. <laughs> Simple. Kol Shachal Rosh Chodesh Adar Lios B'Socha. Any uh, any week that Shabbos uh, that Rosh Chodesh falls out in it, even on Erev Shabbos, that is the right week to read it. Bishnia Zachor, um, the second of the Parshios is Zachor Umaftir and Pakati, which speaks about Amalek as well. Bezui Shabbos Shnia. How do we determine the second Shabbos when we're supposed to read Parsha Zachor? It's always going to be the Shabbos prior to uh, prior to um, to Purim. The Shlishi's Para Aduma. What about Parshas Para? So Umaftir and Vizarakti Alechem, Vizarakti Alechem Maim Tohor. We're talking about Tara and Tuma. And the Paraduma talks about Tara and Tuma. How do we determine which Shabbos is the third Shabbos? As we just discussed in the Gemara, it has to be the third week. And Biraviz, how do we determine that there speaks about the month? And that explains what the Haftorah is. Let's turn to the top of the Haftorah of the Haftorah. How do we determine the fourth Shabbos? Whatever week Rosh Chodesh Nisan is in, that's the week that we're going to read. We're going to make it. We said in our Mishnah that in the fifth week, after all of the Dalit Parshios, we go back to regular. 
L'seder mai. We go back to regular. What are you referring to? So Ravami Amar L'seder Parsha Suchoser. During the four weeks, we didn't read the regular. We do this. So this first sheet is not how we paskin. But the first sheet that, that the Gemara presents is that when it was Parsha's uh, whatever, Parshkalim, any of the Dalit Parshas, we didn't read the regular Parsha that week. It threw us off completely. That's what it says. And therefore, we go back to Seder Parshios. We stop, we stop ditching the regular lining. We go back to the Parsha that we should have read four weeks ago. And now we're going to read it now. We go back to regular Haftaros, but we never change the Inyan Idioma. We always lane to regular Shabbos. Uh, that's how we pass it, of course. <laughs> says the Gemara, Amar Abai Kavase, the Ravami Mistab, Rabbi says it's like the initial sheet that it seems to say that when we have the Dalit Parshios, that we, it swaps out the regular lending. It's not. Because why is, why is Ravami right that it must be that we skip the Parshios? Because of our Mishnah. Our Mishnah had said that we interrupt our own regular lending. Now, I understand the Shita of Ravami that says that after the four weeks, after the Dal Parshas, we go back to regular laning. Because what were some of the exclusions that we said were interrupted? They were weekday things like Purim and Hanukkah. Those are weekday things and they get interrupted. So that shows you that we're interrupting regular laning, not just Torah. That's great, Ryan. Says the Gemara, it's not a great ride at all. The last of the short lines, according to the second sheet of the sheets of Rav Yermio, says that we never interrupted a regular laning. We only interrupted Haftarah. How does he understand the Brisa? How can you say that it's Haftarah? Purim is, is always during the week. By Hanukkah for most of his days, it's during the week. We skip regular laning. What kind of Haftarah is there? You must be wrong, Rav Yermio. Says the Gemara, he's not wrong. How would he answer it? It just depends on the day. When there's no other option, I agree with you. Of course, on Purim, we trump regular laning. I agree. On a Monday or Thursday that's Purim, we don't lane the regular laning, of course. But when there's a Haftarah, we don't change the regular in Yana Diomo. We read the regular laning. That's the sheet of Rav Yermio. Says the Gemara, a little connected, but uh, moving on a little bit. Second of the of the wider lines, third of the way down. It was tiny Osama In regards to tainus, why do we change the laning? Why don't we just leave it? We lane twice that day. We lane Shachris, potentially, and we lane Mincha. Likri mitzafra bin A Monday, Thursday, we should read a regular laning, whatever the parshas of that coming Shabbos. Ubi mincha betanisa. Let it, we'll read Be'ifsa. We'll read what we'll read the laning for the for the um, for the tiny at mincha. Says the Gemara, this actually supports the sheet of Ravuna, Dhamma Ravuna, Mitzafra Kinufia, because in the morning there's a large gathering of people. Okay, Hechi Avdin, and how should we spend our fast day? From the morning until halfway to the day, we should look into the city's functioning, make sure it's healthy, make sure it's running well. And from a Muslim perspective, what are we doing wrong as a community? Because it's a fast day. That's what the Ramam says. All of these fast days are meant to teach us to do tshuva. From, ha- from the halfway points of the day till nighttime, one quarter of that time should be spent reading from the Torah. And doing Haftarah. And the, the second half, the, the last quarter of the day should be done. Davening to a Kodesh Baruch Hu for Rachamim. Shenemar ve'ikruba sefer Torah s'ashem elokem revi'is hayom revi'is hayom mitzvadim u'mishtachavim. Says the Gemara ve'ipuchana. Maybe we should assume it's the opposite, that we check on the city the second half of the day and the reading of the Torah and the Musar that we give ourselves is in the beginning of the day. Says Gemara lo'sal k'daytach, you cannot assume such a thing. D'chsiv. Ve'elai asvu kol charet bidvari elokei Yisrael al me'al 
Hagola, Vani Yoshev Mishomam Ad Leminchas Erev. Uchsi, it also says, Leminchas Erev, Kamti Mitainasi, that at the end I got up from my fest, I started working on myself, I started, I started changing things, and that's how we know we are supposed to stay focused on ourselves in the afternoon in the city in the morning. We'll stop right here, pick up tomorrow, Mirz Hashem, with one blot for Hashem, Daf Lamed Aleph, wishing you all a beautiful night. Yeah. Yeah.